Hi, I'm Judy Frazier, president and founder of We The Kids. We The Kids puts God back into America's history. Listening to We The Kids radio show will inspire you and your kids to have a positive American identity, clear direction, and a powerful purpose for your life. Thank you for listening. Welcome to We The Kids Radio Show for kids from 8 to 108. I am Arch Hunter, a father, a husband, and an historian. And I'm Lydia Nuttall, a mom and executive board member for We The Kids and author of Forgotten American Stories, Celebrating America's Constitution. And later on in the show, we're going to hear from the We The Kids Liberty Players. The mission of We The Kids is to put God back into America's stories to help American kids be proud to be an American, to love and defend America's Constitution, and learn the principles of freedom that establish unprecedented freedom in our country so that they can preserve freedom in America. And that is so important. That's why we're doing this show. So we're glad you're listening. And today's Forgotten American story is, what has capitalism given us? A great way to wrap up some of our shows is to talk about capitalism. It's kind of become not a nice word in our education system. And I've even found on some of our favorite search engines that the definition now for capitalism is really different than what it used to be. It is portraying capitalism in not a nice light, but capitalism, quite honestly, has been wonderful if you have wonderful, good people utilizing the economic principle of capitalism. So you might be wondering why you're hearing my voice on the show instead of Arch's. Arch has a previous engagement, and we have two special guests back on the We The Kids radio show, Jeff Powell and his son, Jeremiah. We'd like to welcome you on the show, you two. Thank you so very much. Jeff, how about you tell us what state you live in and a little bit about yourself, what you do, and what got you on the We The Kids radio show with your son, Jeremiah? My name is Jeff Powell, and I'm from North Carolina, Asheville, North Carolina. And I was born and raised in Asheville, North Carolina. Some time ago, I'm through social media, I met Miss Lynn, who here recently contacted me, asking me about some of the things that I do. And I responded to her and told her about some of the veterans projects that I'm working on. And she felt that it would be a good fit to be on We The Kids with my son, Jeremiah. And so here we are. Jeremiah, will you tell us how old you are? I am eight. Jeremiah here, who's eight. He's the youngest We The Kids Liberty player we've ever had on the We The Kids radio show. I asked before we started recording, Jeremiah, have you ever been asked what you want to be when you grow up? Do you remember what you said? Yeah, work for NASA. 
he wants to work for NASA, everybody. And some of that comes from Jeff. Tell us who you have in your family that also worked for NASA. In the past, I had my dear uncle of mine who worked for NASA and who helped engineer the Hubble. That's the beauty of capitalism. It enables us to do what we want to do and have the freedom to figure out how we want to do it and how far we want to progress. And if we're successful in this, there is risk with capitalism, by the way. There is the risk that, Jeremiah, you might mess up, you might make some mistakes, and it might set you back a little bit, but you also have the freedom to pick yourself up again and try, try and do things over again so that you can be successful. And because we've had the most success, most freedom in America because of capitalism that gives us freedom, you know, the free market and free enterprise system that we've talked about on previous shows, we can progress. And with the profit that we make from our ideas and our hard work and our efforts, we have the opportunity to not only provide for ourselves and for our families, but we can also share it. Like you said, we can donate it to charity. Um, We can even volunteer at charitable organizations, help those that are less fortunate than us. That's the beauty of capitalism. So this is a big day for the We The Kids radio show, something that Jeremiah is going to help me and his dad, Jeff, do. He's got in a bowl a bunch of things that we use pretty much in our everyday life and find out who invented them and where, like what country and what country were they invented? Because I want everyone to see how powerful principle capitalism is because that's what gave us all these things that we use in our everyday life. So with that, let's learn things that we have that we use in our life and find out who invented them and where they lived when they invented them to see how much capitalism has blessed our lives. You ready, Jeremiah? Mm-hmm. Ready. Yay. He's got his bowl ready. Everybody is going to pull out of the bowl an object. And then he's going to say whether he wants me or his dad, Jeff, to answer who invented it and where. So you pull it out and then you can read it and tell us what number it is. 14. Okay. What's number 14? Word processor. Do you want your dad or me to answer it? You. Me. Okay. I'm so nervous. I hope I get this right. Okay. So the person that developed the first word processing package for a microcomputer was Michael Strayer in Menlo Park, California. But the father of the word processor were former Xerox programmers and their names were Charles, and I hope I get this right, Simone and Richard Brody, and they were hired by Bill Gates in 1981. So the word processing system, word processor was invented here in the USA. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, what's the next one? Pull out another one, Jeremiah. Oh, he's shaking it up, folks. Number one. First workable prototype of the internet. Dead. Good. You get a harder one. (laughs) Okay, Jeremiah. The first workable prototype of the internet was founded in 1960s. Prototype at the heart of the internet, the transmission control protocol of the internet were invented by Mr. Robert E. Kuhn, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. My glasses are kind of... I think it's Robert E. Kahn, K-A-H-N. Yep, Kahn. Excuse me. And go from there... 
He was a government contractor who worked as an advanced research project agency network who developed the first workable prototype of the internet and was founded by the United States Department of Defense. So the first workable prototype of the internet was developed here in... America. America. Yep. Yeah. There's another question in there. It's ARPANET. It's an acronym, A-R-P-A-N-E-T. It, it stands for Advanced Research Projects Agency Network. And yeah, it was funded by the United States Department of Defense. And he worked as a contractor for them. And he's the one that, yeah, invented the kind of like the guts of what we need to have in order to have the internet. Yay. Very good. Okay. We've got two down. There's more to go, folks. Jeremiah is going to pull out another one and there he has it. 10, rock and roll. Rock and roll. Okay. Who do you want to answer that one? And you can pick your dad again, anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Me. Okay. Who invented rock and roll? Well, it was definitely Elvis Presley. He definitely made it popular. He was born in Mississippi. He was an American singer and songwriter. Um, And we also have other popular American singers and songwriters who helped develop rock and roll in their own flavors. Like if you know Chuck Berry, these are all like way beyond your time, Jeremiah. But maybe your dad knows or have heard of Chuck Berry, Hank Williams, Ray Charles, Buddy Holly, all American singers and songwriters. So we can thank them for rock and roll. How about another one? Easy one. Easy one. A long one. (laughs) Five. The car, so it could be affordable for most anyone to buy. Dad. Okay, Mr. Carl Benz um, was a German engineer, engine designer, and automotive engineer who invented the automotive car in 1885. Mr. Henry Ford was an American industrialist who made the car available to the mass by developing the assembly line technique of mass production around 1913. Wow. So Mr. Benz, he designed and created the automotive engine. And Mr. Henry Ford also, who got into the car business, also made cars, but also made it a mass production in 1913. Yep. So everyone could own a car. It would be more affordable. So we have both to thank. Yay, Henry Ford, an American. Okay, Jeremiah, work your magic. Pull out another one. Another one. Let's see. 16. Email. Who invented email? Okay, do you want to answer that one? You, please. Me. Okay. Email was Ray Tomlinson. He was an American computer program. He implemented the first email program on the ARPANET system in 1971. And that ARPANET system was the precursor to the internet. So I didn't know that something I learned today. Yeah, me too. Me too. Only I learned it over the weekend when I was preparing for the show and had to do all the research. Oh my goodness. Trying to find out everyone who invented what can sometimes be sticky when you're trying to find it out on the internet, because there are sometimes arguments over who really truly invented it first. So I had to weed through all that and pick. All right, Jeremiah, what's the next one? 17 text messaging. You. Wow, so you get two? Uh, oh, I get two in a row. Neener, neener, <laughs> Jeff. 
Text messaging. Uh, Neil Papworth was actually a British engineer. He was only 22 years old when he typed Merry Christmas on a computer and sent the first SMS message in 1992 to the cell phone of Richard Jarvis, who was a Vodafone director. I'm not sure what Vodafone was. It's V-O-D-A-F-O-N-E. That was the name of a company. So this is actually the first question I think we pulled out where it was someone in England, who's developed text messaging and sent the first message. Yay. How about another one? 13. First modern electric digital computer. She's doing a wonderful job. And I do a next three. Okay. First modern electronic digital computer. John Atanasoff or Atanasoff or At. At Tanisoff, I'll just say Tanisoff. He was a former Iowa State professor of physics and mathematics. And Clifford Berry was a former physics graduate student and electrical engineering undergraduate who built the computer at Iowa State University. And it took them, it looks like about, it looks like about five years from 1937 to 1942, it took them to build that first modern electronic digital computer. Um, so a shout out to Iowa State University, which is in America. Woo, woo. Okay, Jeremiah, we're on a roll. What's another one? Four blue jeans. Hey, that sounds like a good one. Okay, blue jeans. I'll do that one. Invented by Jacob W. Davis in partnership with Levi Strauss and Company in 1873. That's over 100 years ago. So Jacob was a Latvian-born American tailor, and Levi was a German-born American citizen. So here we have two men, Jacob and Levi, who were born in different countries, but who came to America I'm assuming for the American dream to pursue progress and to be whatever they want and capitalize on whatever their talents are. And one was a tailor and I guess Levi was too. And they developed the blue jeans. Yay. Thank you. Because I love blue jeans. How about you? Do you like blue jeans, Jeremiah? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jeff? Do you? Love them. I love them. (laughs) They're so common with or without holes, right? People <laughs> lately, it's the holes. It's the holes. holes. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, Jeremiah, how about another one? 11 light bulb. Uh, what light bulb? Light bulb. Okay, uh, okay. The light bulb was designed and developed and created by Mr. Thomas Ellison in New Jersey. Another American inventor between mm-hmm. the years of 1878 and 1880. He tested more than 3,000 designs before he got it all corrected. And now we have lights. Yay. Thank you. We're no longer in the dark or have to use candles or fire and risk burning our houses down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's do 18, another one. The video game. 18, the video game. Well, yeah. I've done a lot. Do you want to have your dad do this one? I, Mr. William, now I can't pronounce his last name. Is he a German? Oh, Higginbottom. 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 Okay. The physicist, Mr. William Higginbottom, created what is thought to be his first video game in 1985 in Long Island, New York. Similar to the very simple tennis game like Pong, Ralph Brawl is considered the father of video games. 
and assistant in 1960 to create the first video games. Yep. Yeah. And what's amazing about Ralph Baer is he was born in Germany. His family was Jewish mm-hmm. and they lived during the time when the Holocaust started, Hitler's Holocaust, where they started persecuting the Jews and killing them. And so they fled to America's New York City when he's about 16 years old in 1938 to escape all that persecution. Yeah. So the first video game in 19, actually 1958. Isn't that amazing? That long ago? Yes. <laughs> and look how much it's developed today. Okay. How about we do another one? Yeah, mixing it up. 15, Facebook. Facebook. Let's see if can you answer that yeah. question? Yeah. Can you answer that question, Jeremiah? Who invented Facebook? Mark Zuckerberg. A Harvard computer science student, along with classmates Eduardo Dustin, Dustin Moskowitz, Chris, and Chris Hughes. Yep. Very good. Those were hard last names. And Mark was a student in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And Massachusetts is a state in what country, Jeremiah? Is it in China? Is it in Russia? Or is it in America? America. Yay! Ding, 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 ding. He got it right. Okay. Yeah, let's do one more. Would Um, you mind if we do number six, the airplane, since we are from North Carolina? Yes, that's true. I think we should. So, Jeremiah, I have a question for you. Do you know who invented the airplane? The Wright Brothers. Yeah. Lived in Dayton, Ohio. May and made this first successful airplane fly in North Carolina, December 1903. Thank you. You do such a good job reading those answers because some of those words are tough. So they made the first successful airplane fly in North Carolina. And where do you live, Jeremiah? North Carolina. That is something to be proud of as a North Carolinian. Carolinian? (laughs) As a person who lives in North Carolina, you can be proud that your state is the one that hosted the first flight for the airplane. Well, very, very good. Jeremiah, thank you so much for helping us out. You did great. Hello, everyone. What has capitalism given us? Well, it's given us the first workable prototype of the internet, the cell phone, the telephone, blue jeans, the uh, assembly line technique of mass production for the car, because the car was really invented by someone in Germany, but Henry Ford made it possible for everyone to own one because of that assembly line technique. The airplane, the radio, American engineer invented a special circuit that made long range radio transmission of voice possible. He did FM radio. So that was in America. Music video. Remember MTV back in the 1980s? That was a, yeah, that was an American pay television channel. The electric guitar. An American naval officer back in 1890 patented an electric guitar. We already covered rock and roll, the light bulb. How about the electric curling iron? The electric one was invented here in America. The modern electronic digital computer, yep, in Iowa. First word processor in California. Facebook in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Email was here in America. 
uh, by an American computer programmer. Text messaging was actually all in England. We'll have to give England one of those inventions. And of course, the video game, we all seem to love those. That was here uh, invented in New York and also by someone who was born in Germany, but fled here to America and helped develop the video game. So there we have it. Well, Jeff and Jeremiah, thank you both for joining us on the We the Kids radio show. We're very proud of Jeremiah, first time on radio for doing this. And we want to invite everyone from eight to 108 to ponder that out of everything that we've just talked about in this show, what did you learn or realize about, for instance, capitalism that you did not know before? What did you learn that you didn't know before? And how has having had the freedom to buy, to sell, to trade, to invent, to be what you want to be, to own, to fail, to go as far as you want to go in life, how has that blessed your life? So hopefully everyone has a better appreciation for capitalism because having that freedom to choose what you want to be when you grow up, according to your talents and your abilities and your desire to work hard, you have that ability to work hard in what you love and to be successful and to, if you want, invent amazing things that will bless the rest of us forever. Well, welcome to the We the Kids Liberty Players part of the We the Kids radio show. Today we have with us Min Vien. Min Vien, welcome. Welcome, welcome. It's good to have you. So how old are you, Min Vien? I just turned 15. 15. Okay, just barely turned 15. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Well, happy birthday, however many days or weeks late I am, but happy birthday. And what state do you live in? I live in Virginia. Okay, Virginia. Awesome. And can you share with us some of your interests? Like, what do you like to do when you have some spare time in between school? So usually when I have free time, I just like to play video games and uh, a program. So kind of like making my own games too. Ooh, I've not heard that before. I haven't heard a We the Kids Liberty player want to do programming and make your own video games. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, what about, are you involved in some like extracurricular activities or groups or organizations? Well, for one, uh, I'm in the Boy Scouts. So that is one extracurricular activity. It's on Saturday. And basically we just do outdoor activities, outings, uh, survival skills, Ooh, things like, like that. that. Yeah. I love outdoors. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I was little, I have two younger brothers and they were both in Cub Scouts, which Mm -hmm. is right before Boy Scouts for the younger boys. And my mom wanted to put me in Brownies, which is the younger version of Girl Scouts. And I went to one meeting. I cried the whole time and hid behind the door. I wanted to be a Cub Scout. I wanted to learn how to do all those outdoor things. But I loved the Boy Scout program and just saw how wonderful it was for my brothers. So what's your favorite part about Boy Scouts? like in specifics, like certain outdoor things that you like the most or? Definitely the camping parts. So when we go out and cook our own food, we set up our own tents and then we 
camp for a few nights and then we do like activities during like camping so we can do hikes and i don't think we've done any biking yet but we're, we may be doing some like bike trips like bike packing in a way so we like carry our backpack and also bike some but we do things like that that's what i like to do that sounds really fun and you know as i think camping your style mm-hmm. that kind of style is becoming a lost art have yeah. you ever heard the the name glamping glamping no i have glamping i i don't know if that's over here in utah or what but it means it's like glamour camping where you go in a camper trailer or an rv that's glamping <laughs> Mm. And you actually do a tent, right? Yeah, tents. Bags? Yeah, that's my style. Well, men, I'd love to ask you a question. And that is, if you could give Americans, especially our American kids, any words of wisdom or advice, a message, what would it be? Yeah, so uh, my message is that if you want to be successful, you need to work hard have a broad knowledge and have experiences in many uh in a variety in many practical ways so uh this means for working hard you need to persevere overcome difficulties and just don't quit for having a broad knowledge you can like think about multiple ways of solving a problem uh this so you can become more creative have more confidence in yourself and you don't feel scared when you don't have the knowledge and for experiences, uh, you have more practical knowledge to solve problems straightforward and a lot faster. So that's my message. Wow. From a 15-year-old, you sound like you're a way mature 15-year-old for that kind of advice. So can you share with us how you've been trying to live this message in your own life? Yeah. So I want to become an engineer, right? So I want to definitely study a lot, work hard to that. If there are tests uh, and hard assignments, I just work hard and complete those, get a very high grade. And um, yeah, broad knowledge, definitely go and study multiple types of engineering, kind of want to, which one I want to pursue. And for experiences, if there are any opportunities in my way, like there's a summer camp class, nah, maybe something like hands-on, I would take that opportunity so I can have more knowledge. Yeah. Well, I like that, especially if there's a hands-on class Mm -hmm. or maybe someone that you could shadow who already is in the engineering field. Yeah. Um, Shadow them and and see if you like what they're doing. That might help narrow down for you your, your decisions regarding what kind of engineering. Wow. Well, thank you, Min Vien. It's been a delight to have you share with us your message as well as more about yourself and what you're doing. And I really appreciate you being on the show with us today. You want to do it again sometime? Um, I might. Um, I'll think about it. Yeah. Well, we would love to have you on. So uh, Thank you again, especially because there's another question I want to ask you. So for sure, I know we're going to have you on one more time. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Take care, Minvian. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, kids. Go to wethekids.us and watch the Constitution for Kids videos. If you would like to be a We The Kids Liberty player, let us know.
You can contact us at wethekidsteam at gmail.com. We want to invite everyone from 8 to 108 to listen and please join us on We The Kids radio show and to hear more forgotten stories. Learn the principles of freedom that established unprecedented freedom in America so that we can all, whether we're 8 or 108, preserve our freedom. Thank you.